Hey, what's up? It's the ODB Burnham, and you're listening to the WNS Podcast. Yeah! You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Aper. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 183 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Check us out on Stitcher, BeyondPod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, on Twitter, we're at WNS Podcast. Daniel is at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Bear. There you go. So welcome to the show. Got a lot to talk about. Did I cut you off? Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, got a lot to talk about. Going to dive into your feedback. Talk about Raw. Got an awesome interview with ODB. Didn't hear at the beginning of the show. Very cool stuff. Happy to have her on. Also going to get into some of your questions and more. How you guys doing? Y'all hanging in there? Yep. Feels like a long week already. You know, it's only... We're halfway done. So Doug, how you how you, you hanging in there? Yeah. Good. All right. So welcome to the show. How about you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. No, I'm doing uh, quite well, actually. So uh, I'm ready to get this show on the road. Have a lot of fun. Going to dive into some of your feedback. Uh, first <laughs> bit of feedback uh, we have is from Parker, and it's in relation to the uh, debate that we had le- last week. Do you want to? Would you rather have the nickname Cockroach, or would you rather have the nickname Boners? And Parker says Boners, all caps, exclamation points. Well, or maybe yeah, maybe he's just wanting to Be- say Boners. I don't know, but <laughs> singular. <laughs> yeah, Boner. Okay, we'll go with Boner. Um, we'll count that. Maybe as he's just. Maybe Parker, okay, Parker could be a guy or a girl's name. Yeah. So maybe... I don't know too many female Parker, but... Really? Yeah. I, I think there are some, some women named Parker. I mean, I am not. I don't know if it's a male or a female. It doesn't matter to right. me either way. Whoever it is, they're just really... Maybe they're just really ecstatic about boners in general. <laughs> I mostly just uh, know that as sort of a last name, not necessarily a first. I've never really heard of anyone named, named Parker. I think it's a pretty, like, unisex name. Yeah, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Heard, like, maybe uh, I'm wrong. First name Boner, but last name Boner. <laughs> Boner also Boner Parker. There you go. So uh, Boner, pretty unisex name. But, uh, but thank you for the feedback. We appreciate it. Next bit is coming from Jeremy saying, "Great podcast as always, guys." So thank you for listening. We certainly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Next you. bit of feedback we have is from Steven saying, "Awesome podcast, guys. Love listening to these podcasts and the daily news you guys upload to the Facebook and Twitter pages. Uh, you guys thank us for listening, but I want to thank you guys for taking the time to do." these no thank you for listening yes yeah, thank you that's that's what's most important because uh if no one was listening i don't know if we'd be doing this we just you will not outgracious us that's right that's our strong that's <laughs> our strong suit that's we all we got going thankful. for us thank you we oh, thank no. you we th- we insist on thanking you asshole <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, next bit of feedback we have is from Six Star Criminal saying, Hey guys, great show as always. It's rough here in prison, and this is a tough punishment, but I don't want to drop the soap any longer. Anyways, I would rather be called Boner because I know I know anyone named Boner would get bitches. All right. So Boner, Boner gets well, bitches. 
I don't know, man. I s- <laughs> yeah, Doug picked cockroach. We Doug picked cockroach. We're the boners. I'm all for boner. Well, <laughs> we're all for boners. <laughs> call me crazy, but I'm like... You're crazy. I have a sneaking suspicion that calling yourself boner and referring to women as bitches is not going to get you laid as often as you, you think you're going to get laid. <laughs> as opposed to cockroach, I think you'll get more... I, that's just my opinion. Well, you're... I don't, I'm saying, like, referring to yourself as boner and referring to your, to women as bitches is probably, <laughs> probably going to get you laid no, less than your... He's not referring to women as bitches. He's just saying it's going you to a kick get in the boner. bitches. That's what happened. I fail to see how that's not referring to women as bitches. <laughs> he's not saying, hey, you're a bitch. Come get this boner. Uh, he's saying know. You know, know. the nickname will drive women... To his who boner. happened to be bitches to him. His boner. <laughs> does that make sense? Does that count? You're stretching real hard. I'm stretching, but does it count? <laughs> well, is it Doug approved? Will you allow it? I'm gonna say you're not getting laid very much. In <laughs> this, despite the six, fact of look, how much he's actually getting, I'm laid. not. I don't want to undercut six star criminal sex like sex game. He may be getting laid crazy amounts. All I'm saying is. <laughs> And then in that scenario, I think you're not getting laid as often as you think you're getting laid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're probably not going to get it, you know, as much as you would hope with a nickname like Boner, but... Or like it all. Or at all, yeah. You never know. But I'm saying, you know, the kind of girls who might like someone who has a nickname Boner... I just think call... I think Boner and Bitches is like a double whammy. It's like they cancel <laughs> each other out, right? Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. Tyler, luck, what do you think about this? Good luck to you, criminal. On, we need we need your input on here. Um, yeah, I'm gonna agree with Doug. Whatever. I don't see how it is. Okay, but thank you, Six Bitch. Star Criminal, for listening. Have fun, boner. Uh, next bit of feedback we have is from Victor. Victor saying another winning podcast, guys. I'd have to pick boner as the nickname <laughs> since it'd be it would make for great joke material between my friends and I. See, I. Out of you guys and everyone else who's weighed in, the only person who I think has good like reasoning is Victor. Like I'll buy that. He's like, yeah, it'd be funny jokes. I'll buy that. Everyone else is like, oh, because it lets them know how big my cock is. <laughs> They're gonna want to fuck me. I'm like, yeah, probably not, bro. Yeah, I don't know. You know what they call me? I, don't know. I I can I can get down with Victor's reasoning. I don't know. Okay. Uh, that'll work, but thank you for listening, Victor. We do appreciate it. Uh, next bit we have is from Viperous Planet saying, What the hell, you guys? Now I'm worried about the podcast. Also, Cena rules and the authority can suck it. What? Why is he worried about the podcast? I don't know. Did we say something last week that would put the podcast in jeopardy? I don't know. Yeah, boners and cockroaches. <laughs> No, I don't know. I really Yeah, don't. we're taking this show to a whole new Sorry, window, but I'll stop that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, but uh, thanks for listening. Uh, next I'm bit of sorry. feedback we have is from Daniel, not me. I mean, yes, cherish us while we're here because yeah. you never know. Yeah, go. you never know. Uh, but Daniel says, uh, just got back into listening uh, to the WNS podcast again after a while, and I just noticed that Doug is no longer Cousin Doug. That's a shame. Also, gotta be cockroach because if people don't think it's a badass nickname, you can just pretend to be a supervillain with an affinity for nuclear weapons. Word up, word up. Um, okay, so I was never cousin Doug. Yeah, you were. 
No, it wasn't. Oh, you totally were. You get whatever I like. The first few times I did this show, you guys were like, "You can't just be Doug," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just Doug." They're like, "No, do you want to be like Doug, whatever, or do you want to be like cousin Doug?" And I'm like, "No, I definitely don't want to be cousin Doug. That's fucking retarded." You're totally cousin Doug. That's stupid. Do you not remember the intro that you got? Cousin Doug. Hey, you no, I remember that. Pepsi fan. I know Pepsi. That's our buddy. I know Pepsi fan. Okay. I'm just saying, like, it was never like authorized <laughs> by me. It was, any any, any refer, referring to me as cousin Doug is completely unauthorized to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then you cut like you cut it in the intro, like when I because I left or something, and I was like, don't do that. <laughs> I was never cousin Doug. I never referred to myself as that. You I always thought it was stupid. I always thought it was. We referred to as cousin Doug. I was never cousin Doug. Okay. All right. So and uh, I hate it, and I want you to die if you keep bringing it up. But he's he's the first person who said he would like the nickname cockroach. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like Daniel's cool. Obviously, Are you going against your guy? No, no, no. I'm not going no. against him. I'm just I'm I, I just don't want to be referred to that. Oh, okay. I just don't want to be referred to as that because okay. I think it sounds stupid. Yeah, I think we uh I think that's like from like episode thirty one or something like that. So that's it's been a while if you're if you haven't been listening. So just throwing that out there. He checked but, out uh, a long time ago. Yeah, but uh but we do appreciate you checking in the show out again. So welcome back. Uh final bit of feedback we have is from our boy Thomas Drop It Low Son. Drop it low son, drop it, drop it low son. Saying, Hi Thomas. Hi. Saying finally being uh been able to use the WWE network thanks to a proxy and WWE's free paper uh free preview. Uh first words of the network for me, my cookies all hanging out. Shout out to Toto Divas with Doug and Tyler. Word. Hey, shout out to you, Thomas Lucen. <laughs> Check uh, sexy checker. sexy bitch. Mm, looking good. So uh doing, is he still doing like volunteer work and everything? Over uh, there? No, I believe he's back home. Okay. I do think. you know what he was doing over there? Like what specifically volunteer work? Do not know. But I talked to him and because uh, I, you know, I reached out to him to say, Hey, we're gonna be having Ron Simmons on the show. Would you like to have a question? But he was in France at the time. So he couldn't uh he could not respond at that and point. He could not time, drop so. it low. Could not drop it low, drop the questions low, but uh, you know, helping helping other people out. So much more important. Uh, Thomas Slosen, he's a good egg. Yes, he is the man. There you go. So um, official. So with that being said, it's time to dive on into Raw, getting ever closer to Battleground. I don't really understand why we're having this pay per view. It's you know not. It's just a cluster in between Money in the Bank and. Um, well, they do that from time to time where it's like, hey, next pay per view is three weeks away. Yeah, they just need to cut those out. You know, put. One I don't extra understand week. why they always do that. I don't know. They're you know. Have hey, a, guess what? They want to meet sure, their quota. Like, where it's like, okay, hey, the next pay per view will be next week. Yeah. After this pay per no. Go. No. You know. Tri- I was choking on that one. Trim down from like twelve pay per views a year to like nine. Just no, no. Put a little bit of space. I know. Okay. It's gonna it's gonna eventually get to the point where they're like, week apart. oh, by the way, send us your money. But um, yeah. But we kick things off with. Roman Reigns, not the authority. Authority is actually out on quote vacation. So, um, so Roman Reigns comes down to address the situation at hand, saying he's assessed the situation and he Do is. Do you believe in Roman strike. Reigns? Not on the mic. He needs a little bit more time. Um, I, that's why I was really hoping that they would have kept the Shield, at least Dean Ambrose and uh, Roman Reigns together, just a little bit longer, because. Um, 
you know, he's believable in his actions, not necessarily on the mic. Um, I, I, I don't know. He, he still needs work. But, uh, you know, he's he's getting there in the ring. He just need. I think he needs uh, a mouthpiece. I think he needs someone to talk for him. Oh, I, no, not literally a mouthpiece, but someone to speak for him. Well, yeah. I, I just wanted to be stupid. <laughs> the mouth guard. Oh, yeah. Okay, mouthpiece, yeah. mouth guard. Mm-hmm. Same difference. So, uh, so that prompts Kane to come out, and Roman Reigns antagonizes him, calling him Randy Orton's bitch. Which prompts a very nice brawl. I enjoyed the brawl. The referees tried to break it up, and Kane and Roman Reigns weren't having it. And then the officials came out and tried to stop it, and Finley took a spear because of it. But all hell broke loose during I that. Didn't see that. You know? How about Finley you, Doug? Finley was out there? That's yeah. cool. Finley, Noble, Mercury. Um, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Rotunda. Rotunda. So, not too bad. Cool. So, uh,. Doug, what do you think about this opening were they, segment? Were Finley and Jamie Noble wearing matching suits? I don't know. I wasn't paying enough attention to that. They looked like they were wearing matching suits. Hmm. That would be pretty cool. They're training. It. Finley's training Noble to dress accordingly. I don't know. I don't know. That was my favorite part of the whole segment <laughs> was them wearing matching suits or me thinking they were wearing matching suits. Yeah. Roman speared uh, Finley? Yes. Speared the hell out of him. What came out of the way or anything? Huh? That's why he speared him? No. He just like he speared him because they he did like him a back. They do sort they do like a your typical sort of pull apart thing, like a pretty uninspired pull apart. And uh Kane choke slams somebody. Who does he choke slam? One of the agents. All yeah. the, ag- the agents empty and then Oh yeah, you're gonna do that to an agent? Look what I can do. <laughs> I mean yeah. Rowan spears Finley out of nowhere. Like he was out of nowhere. I mean not literally from like he, they mentioned that he like, hey, the- he just speared Finley. Did they say that? Well, I think they might have later, but it, he really lost me with it because I don't know. They didn't play it off. Like, he, it, it didn't come across to me like Finley got too handsy with him or something. And he was like, "Get the fuck off of me." It was. Yeah. It just seemed like a, I'm hot headed, and so I'm gonna exert some uh, anger out on you, which, yeah. I, which I don't typically. Yeah. Which I don't typically like for baby faces, and and like as Daniel mentioned, he really struggled with his like uh, promo. And I saw a lot of this is exciting because we're not starting raw in a typical fashion. But he yeah. really he really struggled to get through the promo, and uh, he, I mean, there were long pauses where he does sort of talk in that low key like I'm gonna take my time way, but it was yeah. there were definite pauses where he was like, what should I say <laughs> or, or, or what what either what am I supposed what to say? Cool. Or whatever, yeah. he's definitely doing the cool guy thing, Joker. which is which is weird. Like we don't typically get the cool guy baby face, which I guess we're not really because he kind of like, you know, sort of morphs into an asshole. <laughs> but uh, he he really struggled, and he he relied on like he, he either couldn't think of what he was supposed to say, or he couldn't think of anything to say, so he relied on like the real cheap uh, saying like bitch or something to get a pop. Which uh, is you're gonna sit there and be Triple H's lap dog? Oh wait, I but correct don't you myself. get to, like that vibe from him a lot though from Roman Reigns? What what vibe? Like he, I mean, I know he takes his time, but sometimes you don't. I feel like you don't know what he's gonna say. I don't uh, think he knows what he's gonna say. 
maybe here and there. I mean, I think they've protected him like pretty carefully so far and putting him in spots where this is your line or have have a cool line. Mm-hmm. And he was ready with a cool line, but he was never had to do a lot of talking. I mean, that's sort of the one of the pluses of being in a three man group where th- three guys are going to talk. Yeah. You don't have to talk that much. He's definitely not ready to to carry a main event promo. No. Uh, and I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, well, fuck Roman. I mean, he's he's gonna have to like grow and get better. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not saying he shouldn't be a main event guy, but. I don't know, like, can you, do you remember, can you recall the last time we saw a guy become a main event guy while experiencing his growing pains in the main event? Seamus, maybe? Yeah, but for better or worse, like, if you like what Seamus does or you don't like what Seamus does, Mm -hmm. it seemed like he had that, whatever he does, figured out by the time he got there. Right. Like, Roman's still kind of, like, figuring out. It's been so long, I can't. I couldn't <laughs> put my finger on it. I mean, that's like what ten years ago. Yeah. Now, or I mean, they just yeah. haven't had that many top tier guys, you know, come I mean, up in the last. It's cool to say like, this is a guy we believe in. This is a guy we see a future in, and we're going to steer him in that direction. I right. just don't know if it's too much, too fast. You know what I'm saying? Well, I saw I saw an interview that he was in where he was talking about you know the fastest way that he grows is just being thrown into the fire. Like, just throw him out there and, you know, let him sink or swim. And uh, I don't know, maybe if if that's how it, if that's what it's going to take and we get a couple of months of kind of cheesy type promos, whatever, if it builds him towards something better, sure, let's do it. But, you know, if, if you know, in, in a month's time or something, he hasn't shown any progression, I'd be like, oh, maybe we should put you with someone. Who can carry themselves? Who can talk? I don't know. They could. They for sure don't want him to be a guy who needs a mouthpiece. No. But well, I mean, I mean, just saying, like that. What he did wouldn't bother me so much if he mm-hmm. was in an upper mid card feud, right? Like if you're saying, and I guess he's not technically. I mean, I guess technically he's in the main event. He's in the fucking main event match. Yeah. I mean, there it is. It's that. So I don't know. Up for debate, I guess. I don't know. But we'll have to see how that plays out. What, what did you think about the brawl? It was pretty uninspired. Yeah. I didn't like that the Roman hit the spear on Finley. I thought that was pretty That's lame. Weird. It was unprovoked. It was unprovoked. He pushed Noble and then just spears. Oh, that motherfucker. Yeah. He's getting speared. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, but yeah. I mean, Finley was the crowd was hot for it. It wasn't like he was in the way. He, he was like, Roman was point A in... in and uh, Kane was point B, and point B, and he was in between them. He yeah. was just like Kane was on the outside. <laughs> he was just like he was just pissed off, so he speared him for no fucking. So reason. did he like yeah. get up and do like the you know thing with his arm? Yeah, and and like look, cheered for it. Look, I che- like I speared an agent. Look how badass I. Am. <laughs> everyone cheered for that shit. Yeah, look how badass really? he took that bomb. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah the crowd was hot. Well, Finley did take a nice bump off of it. Yeah, he made it look pretty sick. Next week is gonna be Finley versus. <laughs> And Finley, come back and show Roman. That would be ama- that would actually be amazing. Yeah. He could probably learn a fuck ton from Finley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we get to go from there into our first matchup: the Usos going up against Harper and Rowan. Let um, us let, hey, let me know if they're wearing if you thought they were also wearing matching suits because it looked to me like they were wearing matching suits. <laughs> we'll have to go back go back and watch it or something see if we can find it on YouTube. But uh, but the next matchup or the first matchup we got to see Usos going up against Harper and Rowan. Harper and Rowan end up getting the victory on this one, so it's probably going to lead to a so rematch 
for the titles at Battle. I was about to say, do you feel like they're they're going into like uh, Harper and Rowan are going to get the titles? Do you feel that way? Um, I can't say for certain right now. I'm I don't know where they're going with these two, but I mean, if they're if they're looking to continue the feud, that would probably be the logical choice. Um, and if not, then the Usos will win and they'll go their separate ways and face whoever is left. But, um, what did, Doug, what do you think about the matchup? It was a good match. I mean, they put enough of a twist on the match they've been working for, it seems like, a few months now to yeah. uh, make it entertaining while still doing, I mean, the signature spots they've been doing with these guys. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I don't know why they have to wrestle each other every like every week. I mean... Uh, you can feud with the guys without having to be direct, like direct competition, like yeah, every show. Yeah, a match with someone else, and the other guy interferes or something. But I don't know, just all out brawl. I was about to say this is right here. This is WWE 2K uh, third or 14 mm. formula. Okay, oh, the yeah? universe. You put people to feud like together. They're always versing each other every single week. Yeah, and raw. You know, WWE has definitely found themselves in a rut here lately like they'll have a match on smackdown and then they'll have the same match on raw the very next week or you know they'll have a match on raw then it'll replay on main event and then that'll carry over to smackdown which then follows into raw it's just like i don't know they've getting they're getting very repetitive in their matches lately and i don't know how i feel about it but um you know this this particular match they had good chemistry um, you know, these four guys work very well together. Um, and this is the one time where the twin, you know, factor played against the Usos because, you know, one of them was claiming, oh, no, I was the uh, I was the legal man. And, uh, you know, you, you counted three on him. But, you know, the Usos end up getting beaten by uh, Harper and Rowan. That's totally a weird finish. Yeah. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I was the legal man. Guess they wanted to beat the champs again while giving them a reason to say they shouldn't have lost. Yeah. Such a weird finish. I don't know. Very strange. Like, they keep losing non-title matches. Oh, that's how they've been booking champions lately. Like, ah, we're going to have you lose your regular matches, but when it comes down to the title, you're going to win. Yeah, but it's just, like, such a weird, like, way to go about it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't agree with it. But, um, next up, we got to see Alicia Fox uh, versus Nikki Bella, and per the authority, uh, both combatants had to have their hands tied behind their back, but only Nikki uh, got her hand tied up, and then Alicia decided to attack, and the referee's like, hey, what are you doing? Stop it, rather than untying Nikki. And is, uh, I wouldn't embrace him. Hey, back. would you want to have some sort of liquid thrown on you by, <laughs> by Alicia Fox? <laughs> yeah. Uh, not particularly. Because if he tried to break that up, you know she was going to dump something on him. She's like, you know I will pour this bottle of cold water all over you. Well, she pulled out the tub. Apparently, they keep a tub of assorted drinks at ringside. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was a prop, or do you think they have a tub of assorted drinks at ringside? No, they've, I've seen it there before a few times. There was, of, like, uh, there was like Gatorade. Yeah, no, no, no. Not, uh, I'm not, not product placement. Sure, they had like Gatorade. Yeah. They had like Red, Red Bulls. Water. Had, yeah. Coke. It was just like, you're thirsty, and you're out there. Mm-hmm. It's probably for their production stuff, I would yeah. assume. Hey, you're out here for three hours. Right. Let's, you know. Let's at least make sure you're hydrated or got have something to drink. But uh when do you think Priest can be back? Either battleground. Never or if Nikki don't shut her damn mouth. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna get her ass beat. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's the talk right now. It's for having Stephanie McMahon versus either Nikki for Brie or Stephanie versus Brie for Brie's job. So, whatevs. Whatevs. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like this segment. I don't know who approved it. It was. I felt like it was sort of just a waste of time. Oh yeah, I mean it was super lame. Like she should have, she should have known better than to get her her arm tied behind her back first. Whenever yeah. the authorities set this up, and she's been like mini feuding with Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And also, like, wouldn't you think the point of like her getting her arm tied behind her back would be so she get the shit kicked out of her? She just kind of got beat up a little bit, and then they just dumped like soda. Uh-huh, on her. Take this water. That That's kind of dumb. You anyway. Yeah. Well, it was Red Bull, which is probably sticky. <laughs> Red Bull. Which probably yeah. sucks. Yeah. But uh, You'll be energetic now. Ha ha. Ha I'm like, crazy. Can't you accomplish that without dying the honor <laughs> runner? I don't know. Yeah, they could have done a lot of different things, but unfortunately this is what we got. So it ends up being a no contest or a disqualification, whatever. I don't think the bell even rang, so whatevs. Uh, next up we got to see Rusev going up against RVD. Um... You know, they came out and did the typical promo, but they were in Montreal, but the fans were still booing because they don't like Vladimir Putin. And, boo! Yeah, and so, uh, Putin. so RVD came out, and they had a match. Uh, RVD got a lot of offense on this one. Did you feel like uh, they just, like, cut whatever, like, was supposed to be happening because she was like, oh, Canada, Rusev, and then there was, like, RVD's music... Ew. Well, he, his music hit as if he was cutting him off to, like, promo against him or something, but he just mm-hmm. walked to the ring and they had a match. Yeah. Like, she barely got started. She <laughs> was like, oh, fuck you, Canada. It's all about Rusev. And then it was like... Yeah. yeah. It was weird. It was yeah. totally weird. I don't know. And then during uh, the match, we got, like, a little video promo from Zeb Coulter saying, oh, you, you know, Rusev, you ignored my challenge on SmackDown. Well, now I'm throwing out the challenge. You and Jack Swagger at Battleground, do you accept? And then we went back to the match. So, really weird. Little feud, I guess, would be done after Battleground. Maybe uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. But um, yeah, Rusev ends up getting the victory, and the giant flag comes waving down. And uh, you know, I don't know how you guys would feel about this, but it's like as in order to progress the feud a little bit, um, maybe next week on Raw, if um. If Rusev gets the victory, flag bang goes to drop, and it's the American flag instead. And like, so oh he's no. so he's sitting there like, "Yay, I won!" But he doesn't know what's behind him. And then Swagger attacks him and does a we the people. So like, Swagger is American. He's also a prankster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got Swagger. <laughs> Swag. You got Zeb. No, who is Zeb? The is. Cause I don't know. You got Zeb. I like I like Swagger, but he doesn't. He's definitely not the uh, the mind of the team. So yeah, maybe it would be Zeb. Maybe idea. you got Zeb. Maybe Zeb's the prankster. Yeah. Did you see? Uh, I don't know. Swagger. While he's twirling his mustache at the end. <laughs> I don't know. See, Swagger's uh, funner to say that. The JBL yeah. and Cole show are like all those characters have like different. They're different characters than what they're on Raw. Like <sighs> Zeb Coulter is not what he is. That's so silly. I don't know where they're going. I don't. I don't follow it. I watched one episode not too long ago, and I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" They're just trying to catch a bunny. Oh, very strange. But yeah. But back to you got Zed and you got swaggered. 
Which would you prefer? Swaggered? Swagger sounds like a thing you, like, if you get pranked, it sounds more like you got swaggered than yeah. you got zebbed, right? Tyler, you got swaggered. Swaggered, you got zebbed. You got zebbed. Sounds like you got zapped or something. Zapped? <laughs> zebbed. I don't know. You got cultured? No. You got cultured. <laughs> you, uh, got jacked. You, you got jacked. You got jacked. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, that's just something that popped in my head because, you know. So, what are some more elaborate pranks that Jack Swagger can pull? Hmm. He could switch. Think, think of like, uh, think of this as like a Bugs a Looney Tunes cartoon and he, and Jack <laughs> Swagger is Bugs Bunny. So, what other things would he do to Rusev? Um, he could replace, he could replace Rusev's gold star with a chocolate star that's wrapped in gold. And so he'd be like, this feels weird, and he goes and unravels it. Ah, it's chocolate. And it melts? I don't know. Look, you caught me with the flag, <laughs> and you tried to take it further, and I, I, I've got nothing happening. Well, I just didn't know, like, you were you were super into, like, swagger as a prankster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got swagged. So I thought he you could, may have had some, like... He could switch his food backstage. Because that's, like, week one of the program. If he's yeah. going to keep pranking him, he's going to have some other... It's got to escalate. Pour Ins- milk all over him. Instead of Vladimir Putin's face, you show... Barack Obama. Uh, you can show Obama or you could show Coulter's face. Or as he comes out, when Rusev comes out, you know how they have the Titantron background as the flag or whatever? Mm-hmm. You have that, the American flag. And you're like, stop messing with my set. And then, every, but like he thinks it's hilarious, but everyone else sees it as the humorless shit that it is. Like it's yeah. not very funny, but yes. he thinks it's hilarious. And then Cole and Swag uh, and JBO will be like, "Oh my god, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen." Coulter for president. Coulter for president. And you know they'd do it too. If the, if someone high up found it funny, they'd do it. This is high concept. I swear, like after this. Uh, after Swagger and uh, Rusev, Rusev, Swagger and them are probably gonna go back to what they were doing. <laughs> like you, America, or you know, those people are like, I don't know. He's just gonna be going back to being a dick, I guess. Yeah. Because how many heel foreign people are there out there in the in the roster? Jack Swagger should say, "I made I made Santino Morello retire." <laughs> no. We'll we'll cover that in the hot topics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think was it Swagger. What? That made him retire. Oh, I don't know. Ah. Yes, of course. Oh, he no, seems so know. confident about uh, that. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> Where are we? We we're talking about. Uh, you've been zebbed. I think we settled on swagger, didn't we? You've been swaggered. Okay. Yeah, you've been swaggered. You've been jacked. Yeah. You've been jacked off. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Rusev ends up getting the victory anyways. Uh, and that takes us into the next matchup. Randy Orton versus Dean Ambrose. Um, you know, I thought it was an okay match. They had a couple mishaps, especially the, the spot where Ambrose jumped off the top turnbuckle and landed awkwardly in like right behind Orton, and then he got a drop kick from Orton. Yeah, but he's like so unorthodox. It felt like normal coming from him. Not to me. It felt very strange. Like I, I mean, it wasn't. It, I think it, Orton might have blown the spot. Like he clearly, like one of them clearly fucked up. But yeah. like he's so sort of erratic that it's sort of like 
it was less of a big deal for him than other people. He's yeah. sort of the guy who I'm just gonna like, jump off the top of flails it. around like crazily. You know? <laughs> but I feel like uh, maybe Orton was supposed to turn around and you know give the uh, you know boot to the gut or something like that because the way he landed made it seem like that's what it was, it was intended. Yeah. yeah, and uh, so he was like, "No, I'm just gonna give you a drop kick instead." I like but, the finish though. Yeah, with um. He hits RK uh, uh, coming uh, out of the rebound lariat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was cool. I don't know. Look, they gotta get they gotta get Ambrose some different jeans. They're really throwing me out of this. <laughs> they don't look worn enough. Well, they look they too nice. Would you say they, they look Facebook Jean Ambrose? They look too yeah. nice. I mean, they look like they're bought these. They're too nice, and they're obviously pre ripped jeans. Yeah. And some guy who's supposed to be as crazy as Ambrose doesn't buy a pre-ripped jeans. He has jeans that are ripped. I mean, come on. You know? He ripped them himself. Yeah. He wore those knees out of those jeans. <laughs> Doing work. Yeah, I mean, it's just so weird. Like, it takes me out of it because they look so, like, Ring slides. like off the shelves. You know, they're, like, brand-new jeans. I don't know. Yeah, brand they're very new. dark. Normally, like, they have a little bit of fade to them. You they know. just bought me new pants to wrestle in. Yeah. Look at all these holes. I mean, are they afraid to give him, like, some worn-in jeans because of Luke Harper? I mean, I don't know. They're like, <laughs> Luke Harper is the guy with the worn-in jeans. No one else can have worn-in jeans. And you can't, I mean, you can wear the, the wife beater shirt, but don't you dare get a sweat stain on it or something. Ambrose is like Luke Harper in his Sunday best. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. You know, like, he. He's, his, he has his face a, is all trimmed up. Right, and got his hair slicked back a little bit, and he is a it's the stains. Yeah, it's it's what Luke Harper would be if he put on his very best wife beater and his very best jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so if they ever have a feud or a, a storyline where one of the Wyatt members gets married or something, like instead of Harper, we'll get Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Okay. Gene Ambrose. Gene Ambrose. So good stuff, but uh, yeah, Orton ends up defeating Ambrose. Tyler, what do you think about this matchup? Uh, I enjoyed this. Is like the only match I saw. But, uh, <laughs> um, well, it's a good thing I asked you about yeah. this one. <laughs> uh, I enjoy Ambrose. Like uh, I enjoyed the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, they always seem like to find a way to always work the RKO on special stuff. Yeah, or other moves. But uh, I felt like Ambrose was going to win there. Let's see how innovative we can get. But no, I like um, what? What did you say? Unpredict? Uh, would you would you call him unorthodox? Yeah. I like that about him, though. Mm-hmm. It's because it's it's a unique style. Yeah, um, JBL's behind him. Oh yeah, but um, you know, I think it makes sense for Orton to get the victory. He's he's going to be in the main event for the for the pay per view, uh, so you don't want to have him appearing weak as opposed to everyone else. Um, but yeah. You notice that uh, Ambrose and is it Ambrose and Rollins use the main entrance. Yeah, and Rain still g- comes through the audience. Yep. So, uh, yeah. And so uh, Rain's got the theme and the entrance of. Well, he got of to the keep divorce. all the over stuff. The entrance was over. Yeah, he kept the entrance. The gear was I'm over. Not he to kept be like a, a dickhead, but like I would think eventually, but hey, man, I wouldn't want to walk through the crowd. Like as long as they've been doing like, okay. especially with the report that like ladies are fleeing themselves at at rains at the house shows and stuff really? like that. Yeah, apparently a lady had to be escorted out. <laughs> she grabbed his dick. I don't know if she grabbed 
a certain part of him, but did, did he spear? Yeah, went after him, basically. Like, what do you mean went after him? She like jumped, hoping he would catch her. I don't know. It's not like she was gonna like knock the kid over. <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, if she did it from behind and he's walking downstairs, he could have fallen. Yeah, security's with him though. They just stay at a like distance. Yeah, but anywho, um. Next match. He probably loves it. He probably eats it up. Oh, yeah. All the women are like, oh, my God. So, uh, next up, we got to see Alberto Del Rio going up against Dolph Ziggler. Fandango was on commentary for this one. Uh, I couldn't really focus on the match too much. They were focusing a lot on Fandango, and he was being really creepy sounding on the uh, <laughs> on the announcer. Uh, yeah, he always commentary. sounds creepy, though. This one was like, you know, Fandango should be in this match. So he's a creeper, very raw, creeper, and creeper on Total Divas. Very creeper. So, Doug, what do you think about this? Uh, I wasn't into it. Yeah. I mean, to say about it, it was uh, no emotional attachment. <laughs> yeah, Fandango decided to dance, and that caused Ziggler to get distracted, which got Del Rio the victory, which made him the number one contender to face Sheamus at main event. I didn't see how that played out. Did either of you guys get to? Catch that? Oh, wait, no, no. But uh, more than likely, Seamus won. I don't know. But um, Nope. No? no? I don't know. Oh, okay. But backstage, Fandango uh, was walking was walking backstage, and Layla approached him and was like, Hey, what were you doing out there? What, you know, Are you jealous that Summer Rae went and kissed uh, Dolph Ziggler, and that's why you're out there? And he's like, No, babe, because Ziggler beat me and so I have to get my revenge and give me a hug and then he eyes Summer Rae doing a little you know modeling for him basically and uh and walking away and so he's giving her the, the I gotta beat the his ass look. cause he fucked how is ex. Layla the heel though she seems like she's the heel but I don't see how she's the heel yeah I don't know she's just like the new girlfriend who's like babe like, yeah and like Summer's like <laughs> this will split them up for sure this time. Yay, go Summer Rae. Right. No. She just has, uh, she picked a bad boyfriend. That's her Let only crime. Go. Yeah. Let it go, Summer Rae. They Find just want him. No. Individually. Lay- and he wants both of them at the same time. No, yeah. Layla's the one who's the innocent one. Everyone else is fucking up. Yep. Bird law. Bird law is in effect. That's right. So <laughs> next up, we got to see a backstage yeah. segment with Goldust and Stardust. Very strange and uh, well, you mean that, very by very strange, do you mean very lame? I don't know <laughs> that too. Um, you know, Gold Dust does it works for Gold Dust, like yeah. Cody's like doing a bad impression and he's doing like a hissing. Thing. I yeah. agree he with you, all the stuff I've seen. Gold it's, not, it's like <sighs> maybe that's the point. Maybe the point is he's doing a bad impression, yeah, maybe, I don't but know. a bad impression is still just a bad impression. I don't know. <laughs> There's no telling, but uh, didn't get to see them in action this week. So uh, Next up, we got to see Bret Hart come out and address the crowd, saying how he loves it and loves being in Montreal, despite what happened all those years ago that people still talk about. Uh, is interrupted by Damien Sandhart. Uh, Damien Sandow coming out dressed as Bret the Hitman Hart and saying, I'm the best there is, best there was, the best there ever will be, blah, blah, blah. Um, gets in a fight with Sheamus. Sheamus ends up winning. Anything to really take away from the matchup? I wish it was Vince McMahon. Yeah. And Collie would come out again. <laughs> He's got a decent Vince. 
Yeah. yeah. You're fired. So, uh, but yeah, Sheamus ends up getting the victory over Sandow. Uh, next up, we got to see Chris Jericho going up against The Miz, uh, a matchup that people were thinking was going to happen at Battleground to to hold Jericho off until SummerSlam to face the Wyatts, but they decided to have it on Raw the very next week. Um, you know, I liked... There's not a whole lot of positive things that I can say for The Miz, but the one thing I did like was that he was playing the sort of Cody Rhodes, you know, fa- uh, protect my face kind of deal. He was at least selling that. And like, oh my gosh, is my nose okay? Is everything all right? You know. Um, I really don't know where the hell they're going to go with him. Nah. Because they're just doing the Jericho Wyatt thing. What the fuck is Miz going to do again? He's filler. That's it. All killer, no filler. All killer, no filler. All filler, no killer. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But, Doug, what do you think about this matchup? I mean, I don't, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but, uh,. But Jericho ends up getting the victory uh, via submission, and uh, I was mostly just looking online at the uh, Chris Jericho jacket that you can actually buy online. How much is it? Only like six hundred dollars. Plus, so what's a better deal? Plus, like two hundred if you want the lights. <laughs> the Jericho jacket, mm-hmm. or the Workaholics Bear jacket, whatever mm. coat. What's a better deal? Well, you have to look at it this way: the bear, the bear jacket. Won't work very well in the heat. Like you'd be dying. Um, whereas Jericho's, you'd be a little bit better off. I think Jericho's lights up. The bears does not. Um, the bear looks cool. The bear does look cool, and the Jericho one kind of looks debatable. You know, debatable. It's a bear. Um, I don't know. I want the bear. I, th- I think the bear suit is a little bit cheaper too. So I'd probably go bear. How about you, Doug? Bear or Jericho? I wouldn't worry either of those. Oh, okay. <laughs> so two bears. But Jericho ends up defeating Miz, and then there's a standoff between uh, the Wyatts and uh, and Y2J. Uh, what did you think about the uh, the mic work on this one? It's lame. Like, I have no interest in seeing Jericho do the greatest hits against the Wyatts. He just did his greatest what did hits. Say? Uh, what did he say? Forever and, and again. Monday Night Jericho. And again, like, I have no interest in seeing him do the greatest hits against He's the like, Wyatt. Please shut the hell up. No, that's what he said to Wyatt. Yeah. Um, he did the great. He did Jericho the greatest hits against Wyatt's, <laughs> and I couldn't give less of a fuck. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But a lot of people liked it. But, uh,. Next up, we got to see Paige and AJ teaming up to take on the Funkadactyl. Okay, well, here's something about Jericho can reinvent himself as a heel, but mm-hmm. he always goes back to the same, like, greatest hits baby. He can't, re- crutch. He can't reinvent himself as a babyface. Like, why can't he put a spin on his babyface shit if he can if he can tweak his heel shit? That's weird. Yeah. It is really he weird. always just goes back to the greatest hits when he's a babyface. Mm-hmm. It's his crutch. I mean, I, I mean, I, that's not what I want it's in the like feed with the Wyatt. Cole says vintage and all that. You know, it's vintage something that they, trip. something that they. Except rely he's been on. doing it a lot longer than Michael Cole's been. Yeah, yeah. WCW days. But I'm just, I mean, I'm saying like that's not what I want out of the feed with the Wyatt. When people are like, "Oh, this is gonna be so awesome, Jericho versus Wyatt." This is the like worst case you want out of those guys. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no. If this is what he's got. If this is what he's going to do with the Wyatts, I have no interest in seeing it at all. And Wyatt even sort of using the line against Jericho. He's like, things will never, ever be the same again. And Jericho is like, would you please shut the hell up? So. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, 
I have no interest. I think it's for nostalgia, nostalgia factor. Nostalgia is like this isn't a nostalgia pop. This is like him working with a guy. Like they want to get more over. Yeah. This is not the place for nostalgia. Mm -hmm. This is the place. This is the place to do something interesting that's gonna get Bray Wyatt more over. Maybe he's not reinventing himself because he knows he's gonna lose. He's like, I'll just come in, entertain the crowd, do my normal shtick, and get the next guy over. Well. I mean, not doing good or interesting work just because you're not going to win is stupid to me. Yeah. Shtick. Like, if, he... if you're not going to be inspired, if you're not inspired to do the job the best you can, like, don't fucking come back. Yeah. So, who knows? Who knows where they're going to go? I'm not saying he's not inspired. I'm just saying, like, I'm playing I'm playing off of what you said. Maybe he right. just, whatever. If that was the case, then stay gone. Do your stupid podcast. <laughs> and go do another tour. But uh, next up, we got to see Paige and AJ going up against the Funkadactyls. Really short matchup. Um, Paige and AJ end up getting the victory, and the Funkadactyls attack each other uh, after the match. So it looks like the Funkadactyls are no more. Oh, no. The AJ, like, uh, Paige thing is so weird. Yeah. I think everyone's anticipating a Paige heel turn. Because I think that's how she was in NXT. She was working as heel. Yeah, but she started one, and then she, like, balked it back to a babyface when AJ returned. Yeah. They should have fucking saved that, then. It's weird. Yeah. She acted like she acted like she was going to turn heel when AJ came back. Mm-hmm. And then she just didn't. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're saving it for... Well, they, I mean, that was not a finessed tease. They weren't, like... They didn't do a good job of, like, showing a sign of it. They were like, hey, I'm a heel... Oh no! I'm just kidding. I'm gonna be a fighting champion. Like there was no like, I don't know. It was done very shittily. Yeah. Well, what can you do? They haven't done. A you whole, can do better. Yeah, they can, but they choose not to. But uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the Cameron and Naomi possible split, or I guess inevitable split? Uh, I hate to say it. I like them as a team. I like them as friends. Yeah. How about you, Tyler? I have. I mean, we've been seeing it for the last few weeks. Don't want it to happen, but I think it's going to. Yeah. So how's this going to pertain? Bitch, to, please. How's this going to pertain to Total Divas, you guys? Oh uh, no! This is not sure it'll be a big dot com. Okay. Sure, it'll be a big plot point for the new season. What's What's going to happen to Vinny? I'm sure. Always Team Vinny. Okay. <laughs> Always. I'm sure, Ariane's just going to keep being an asshole to him. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think this affects him. I think she's an ass. She's going to be a bitch, and he's going to be like, babe, come on, babe. <laughs> What'd I do? <laughs> I think Ariane's going to be an asshole to Vinny, whether the Funkadactyls are together or not. So. <laughs> I don't think this has any bearing on Vinny. That means you should tune in for the new Total Divas, Get Daniel. a tattoo right there that says Team Vinny. Yes. Yeah? You will? What? I'm not going. You totally need it. You're Team Vinny all the way, right? Yeah, you too. Not me. I'm not again. We're, we're supposed to all get a, a tattoo of the podcast. Symbol. We're waiting for you. You're, yeah. the, you're the leader. No. This we're all guy. do it together. Yes, we are all going to do it together, and you're going to start it. And then you're going to run away. The, after I get, then you're, you're going to run away. You're the engine that gets this train going. And then after I get, you're going to run away. And you're like, ha, I'm not getting a tattoo. Bah. He thinks we're going to run. Dude, I ain't fucking running anywhere. He's not. I'm too old anywhere. to fucking run. He's too old to run. You don't run. Fuck Everybody no. runs. I don't run. 
Do I look like a man who runs? Yes. Look at me. Do I look like a man yes. who runs? Really? Yes. I look like a man who runs. I run yeah. to dinner, maybe. And <laughs> I will take that two-step power jog real quick. Can you know, I, like I'll run I'm, to if you. If I'm walking across the street and a car is on the way. I run to you. You're going to run to me? Mm-hmm. The whole like two steps over? Yeah. Okay. Do it. See what happens. <laughs> Step up. Step up to the plate. So, uh, yeah, we're waiting for you to start that off, man. Yeah, okay. Be the team leader here. Come on. You're the trendsetter. <laughs> so, yeah. So, next up, we got to see uh, Kofi Kingston versus Cesaro again. Um, another Kingston victory. Another Cesaro snap. And then this time, Big E came out to uh, to make the save. Oh, no. It's Big E versus Cesaro. Cesaro. Looks like it might be that way. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on uh, Cesaro getting the loss again? Nothing. I mean, where are they going with this guy? I don't know. Like, I don't like it. Something Something inside of me says don't get bogged down in wins and losses because they obviously don't mean shit in this company. Yeah. But I don't know. I just. I don't know. I guess my only reaction is that he's one of my favorite guys, and uh, I don't like to see him in the position he's in now. Mm-hmm. I think what would have happened if Daniel Bryan weren't hurt. They were talking about him, about Cesaro winning the uh, Money in the Bank, cashing it in and doing all that. But I mean, that's that would have been rad, but that's hearsay, and I mean, we don't know. Yep. So uh, next up, we got to see Bo Dallas going up against El Torito for Why? something, I guess, that happened on SmackDown, so... You're not watching SmackDown. Apparently, they'll show a replay of what happened, so you don't have to watch SmackDown. Um, but Bo Dallas ends up getting the victory and does his victory lap, and all you have to do is Bo Lee. I think he's 13 in Bo. He's not. He lost the Battle Royal. That's not a singles competition. They don't specify he's 13 in a singles competition. Well, they would if you ask. No, they wouldn't. Sure they would. Huh. Oh. I don't think so. No? All right. So, uh, <laughs> any thoughts on the matchup? I thought it was funny. I liked it. Yeah, uh, yeah I like that he did the Bodog off the second rope. <laughs> and I like that when he was taking his victory rap, he just kind of hip checked him. <laughs> hip checked Torino. And, he's... <laughs> <laughs> and he sold it really well, too. I mean, he faced down and didn't move. So, uh, good he stuff. He defeated El Torito. Yes. Bo Dallas has defeated El Torito. That should make everyone believe. If you're not a believer by now, may God help you. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> next up, we got to see the main event: John Cena going up against Seth Rollins. Uh, uh, this match ended up being a disqualification. Cena ends up getting the victory because of that. Uh, after Kane and Randy Orton decided to attack. Uh, any thoughts from the uh, the matchup itself? It was good. They yeah. showed hints of doing good things together. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've had a killer match on SmackDown earlier in the year. Yeah. If not, maybe it was late last year. Maybe it was earlier this year. He had a killer single match with Rollins when uh, when Shield were still heels and uh, they were together, obviously. Yeah. But uh, so we know they've got good chemistry. Uh, this match never really felt like it got out of first gear because they were going to do the fuck finish. And so, what was the point? But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean. It was fine. I mean, they clearly have chemistry. They clearly have a good match in them, and uh, but they had to fuck finish. So, yeah. or they they didn't have to fuck finish, but they knew they were gonna fuck finish. So. Right. So, uh, 
And that happened in the form of Kane and Orton coming to attack. And then, uh, you know, it looked like uh, Seth Rollins was wanting to cash in, and he was stopped by Dean Ambrose. And then, again? Uh, yeah, stopped again. And then uh, Roman Reigns comes out. Superman punches Kane, knocks him out, takes out Randy Orton. And, uh, and then uh, Cena, you know, gets up. They make eye contact and stare at one another and, you know, they raise each other's hands, but when Cena raises Roman Reigns' hand, they cheer, and then when Roman Reigns raised Cena's hand, they booed. So, fans were solidly behind Reigns on this one. And he sort of laughed like like a <laughs> They like, like an me asshole. now, dog. Uh-huh. Dogs and bitches. So, uh, so yeah, so that's pretty much oh, how they close out Raw. Uh, it was an okay Matt, uh, okay Raw, not the best. I think last week's was better, but uh, you know what can you do? You're listening to a special interview segment for the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. Okay, folks, joining us on the show this week, she will be appearing at the CWF Coastal Mania 6 and Clutch City Productions Super Show taking place at the Galveston Island Convention Center located at 5600 Seawall Boulevard this Saturday, July 12th from 1 to 6. To get your tickets now, go to ClutchCityProductions.com, a former three-time TNA Knockouts Champion, as well as one-time Knockouts Tag Champion, ODB. Welcome to the show. Yeah, what's going on? (laughs) Oh, nothing too much. Just uh, getting pumped up for the Clutch City Super Show. Going to be taking place this Saturday. Uh, are you getting excited about it? Oh my gosh, that is going to be a, a huge ass show. Can you swear on this? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, all right, cool. <laughs> Have a trucker's mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a big show. I'm excited to see the fans. I really haven't done a lot of um, wrestling shows lately, so I'm excited to get back out in the ring and then uh, see some of my other fellow wrestling buddies and um, do a little nice little after party. <laughs> absolutely it's going to be absolutely huge tons of uh of performers and entertainers going to be there from all different parts of the world it's going to be great time lots of meet and greets um but uh to get into your uh, career a little bit uh how how did the odb character come about well actually i had the name odb one dirty bitch ever since i set foot in the ring mm-hmm. um i think many people know i tried out for the very first tough enough and I called myself One Dirty Bitch and made it to the top 25. But, um, you know, I thought it was like the easy way of getting in. So I'm glad I didn't make it. <laughs> and uh, so after that, I got trained by Eddie Sharkey. And then I just said, I'm like, I want to use ODB. But yeah, and then it just stuck because I'm not, I'm so different from the other chicks. And you really, you know, you know being called Jesse wouldn't work, you know. <laughs> so like ODB, it works. It fits me, you know. And I'm glad I got to use it through my whole career and it definitely sets you apart from all the other uh, female competitors yes it does yeah (laughs) what was one of the you know driving forces behind you wanting to get into professional wrestling oh boy um well being from minnesota obviously the awa got the ganyas out here and everyone came out of here you know flair hogan the crusher the bruiser there's so many you know legends that um wrestled in Minnesota and it's just um it's just I grew up watching it, you know, and I you know, with the Road Warriors, Steiner Brothers, it's like, man, it was just it was so colorful back in the day, you know, and I was like, I wanna do that but then I was like, those aren't normal real people you know, and then I figured out, yeah, we aren't normal. <laughs> you know? Uh it was just uh, something I always wanted to do and I'm like, damn it, I'm gonna be a wrestler. 
Very cool. Any other uh, side plans if uh, wrestling didn't work out aside from bartending? I um, I'm, no, I I don't even think like that actually. Um, you know, I just kind of I set my mind towards something and I'm going to do it. You know, and because you know, obviously, you have if you're going after a big ass dream, you got to work your ass off. You know, to get it, it's not going to come to you. So I've always worked hard for what I got, and you know, I, I make sure I accomplish my goals at what I want. Very cool. Uh, we do have a, uh, a listener question. This coming from Seth. Uh, do you think the ODB image has helped or hurt your booking career? Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, you got haters, you got lovers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have it. But I kind of, I kind of go back and forth on that because being different and being like you know a size nine kind of does hold you back a little bit. But in a way, I like being different because. Not because people are, can relate to me. You know, I like to drink. I like to hang out with the boys. Um, and I have, you know, a lot of women and men fans. And I'm not your typical Barbie doll size four. And I never will be a size four, nor do I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think it's helped me because I'm real. Like, what you see is what you get with me, you know. It's, um, that's really me in real life with the volume turned up. And, uh, I mean, in certain ways, I don't know. I, I think it's, it's made my career a lot, you know, fun and I, I have no regrets. Very cool. And, uh, you know, as far as booking goes, we haven't really seen you on TNA programming in a while. What's, uh, what's the status? What's the relationship with TNA? What's going on? Well, my relationship with my hubby EY, he's, (laughs) uh, told, he told me to stay home for a little bit. So, uh, they can't really hold me back. So I've just been kind of doing my thing and, I've been out in L.A. a lot, um, you know, just working on other stuff right now. So I'm taking advantage of my little time off right now and working on the ODD branding. And I can't really talk about too much, but there'll be some stuff coming up in the works, more stuff outside of wrestling. So I'm excited about that. But I think I need I need to get back in the ring, though. I mean, I think, um, you know, I got those damn beautiful people coming to town and <laughs> coming back. And it's like the only person that makes sense to me would be me because I'm such the opposite of them. You know, and so I'm not, I'm not a, you know, what they, I'm just the opposite of them. You know, it's like, that's not how, what I represent, you know, the beautiful people, they're the mean girls of the, you know, the group. And I think uh, we had some good feuds back in the day when the knockouts first started and I would love to, pop some of their fun bags and get back in the ring with those guests. <laughs> Got to come back and set things right in TNA. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Mix it up a little bit. Uh, how how was it working with uh, Eric Young, not only having a successful wedding, which is very rare in wrestling these days, but to have, yeah, the, no, quote, right? <laughs> to have the, quote, perfect wedding? <laughs> That's right. Actually, because I've known him since we actually met back in, like, 2003. We actually were at in Green Bay together at a show. And I was moving to Nashville, 14A, and he's like, I'm going to Nashville, too. So we drove, and uh, what, 13, 14 hours, I think. And then uh, we just kind of, we've always had good chemistry. And when they put us together at TNA, they they just loved it. They're like, wow, you guys just, you know, you work back and forth together. He's so funny and so talented. And we just had fun, and then they're like, "You guys are getting married." I'm like, "Hell yeah, we are!" <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, "No, really, you are getting married." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Sweet!" <laughs> now we had a fun, I think, a memorable 
wrestling wedding, you know. I think uh, people are going to remember that wedding I think, uh, for a long time. I think it goes above the beyond the standards of just wrestling weddings. I think that's one of the all-time memorable weddings. That's right. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> especially with y'all just standing there in your underpants. That was quite I know, unique. right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why did I just take my dress off? <laughs> A little liquid courage uh, always helps. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> well, uh, who who is one of your, this is, I guess, a two-part question. Who is one of your favorite opponents, and who is a fantasy opponent, past or present? Oh, boy, it's a big question. <laughs> Honestly, I enjoy getting in the ring with everyone I think I've been in the ring with. Um, because I like it when people are so different in the characters mm-hmm. that every time I got in the ring, I was like, oh, my God, this is easy because their characters are so different from mine. And <laughs> um, Actually, one of my favorite feuds was uh, with Cody Diener. When uh, my my first boyfriend in TNA, <laughs> and he was, uh, I thought I had so much fun with him. Uh, he was, you know, one of my my favorite matches when I, when I won the Knocked Up title for the first time. <laughs> and then... I also had fun wrestling Kong. Mickey James is one of my favorites. Gail, beautiful people. Tracy Brooks. God, I like, I don't know, I just have fun with everyone, I guess. Um, and then my dream opponent. Oh, boy. Actually, I, oh, I don't even know. Ooh. Um, you know what? I'm thinking May Young would have been fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <everywhere>. <laughs> I think that's two crazy bitches in there. With, uh, <laughs> and, uh, she likes to she likes to show off her fun bags. I touch them, so that would have been a <laughs> yeah. What's uh, what's mess for everyone, right? <laughs> what's what's the origin of that? What where did that come from? What grabbing myself? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it came from when I was at uh, when I was out at OVW. Um, I was out there for a couple of years and. I remember Al Snow and Danny Davis were like, you need to, like, you know, give us what ODB. You, you, do, you need to show us who ODB is. So mm-hmm. I had to get out of my shell a little bit. And I was in the ring, and all well, my boobs are so damn big, I wanted to make sure they were still in there. And I kept <laughs> grabbing them, and they're like, why do you keep grabbing your boobs? I'm like, I don't know. They're like, well, keep doing it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I think it was just kind of like, okay, is anything, anything coming out here? So mm-hmm. just uh Make sure they're still there and covered up a little bit. Uh, you, you, you made one of your debuts in TNA as originally as a heel. You came in, uh, but the fans mm-hmm. just automatically just took to you. They love the character. I mean, they start chanting your names. How did that feel? Knowing, like, you know, okay, I'm trying to, I'm trying Ooh. to perceive as this character, <laughs> but you guys aren't aren't taking it. Yeah, it was kind of, I kind of, yeah, because people can relate to me, and when they see a a chick kind of coming out like. Oh, Lordy, she's grabbing herself, slapping her own ass, <laughs> drinking a flask. Yeah, that's the kind of chick I want to hang out with, you know. And it actually was kind of, you know, like, it was, because I still act, if I'm a healer baby face, I still act the same. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, yeah, because I remember the beautiful people started out as the faces, and that wasn't working. They're just natural heels, you know. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I just kind of went with it, and I'm like, well, no, I got. I got to see what I can do here. So, <laughs> very cool. We have another uh, listener question from Thomas saying, uh, "Do you have any on the road stories that you could share with us?" Oh, I can't say any of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the good stuff. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I have a lot of fun on the road. Uh, 
I mean, that's the best part. Like I actually, my traveling buddies are the Hepners, Earl and Brian <laughs> Hepner, Stifler and Jimmy J. We have a good time together on the road, and um, it's it's fun because I'm with it's with those guys. I can just be myself. I don't have to worry if I get you know shit faced, and they take care of me. <laughs> well, actually, I take care of them because they're the ones getting you know. Protect them in bar fights. Yeah, they can't handle their alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Uh, well, it, you know, it's certainly been a pleasure having you on. We can be found on, uh, at Twitter at the ODBBAM, also on Instagram, the ODBBAM. Uh, you can also find you in a bar near you serving up shots all night long. What's, uh, what's your drink of choice? What uh, puts uh, you in the mood? My drink of choice? Yeah. I am a beer girl, actually, and I'm a whiskey girl, too. Um, I, I do like whiskey. But my beer, um, I'm, a good, I'm a PBR girl. Yeah. And I hate when people order, especially at the bar, I hate when people order, like, foo-foo shots, like Scooby Snacks or Dirty Girl Scouts. Like, really, just take a shot of whiskey or Rumpelman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Very nice. And I don't really know how to make half those damn shots, so they get what they get. Very cool. Well, like I said, you will be appearing at CWF Coastal Mania 6 and Clutch yeah. City Productions Super Super Show taking place out at Galveston Island Convention Center located at 5600 Seawall Boulevard this Saturday, July 12th from 1 to 6. You can get your tickets by going to ClutchCityProductions.com. ODB, it has certainly been a pleasure. You have a great night. Don't work too hard. And All right. Well, ho- thank you. Hope to see you out in Galveston. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Have a good one. All right, bye. Bye. This is ROH wrestler Adam Cole, and you are listening to the podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. And now it's time for some hot topics. Uh, I don't know if you guys got to hear about this, but Sting uh, posted on his uh, Twitter and Facebook the first time he's posted in a while, and all he posted were the numbers 7-14-14. So a lot of speculation that that could possibly be... Does it say WWE Sting? No, it just says... You know, official sting, at official sting, whatever. I'm returning to Impact. Yeah. Does it say the sting WWE? At the sting <laughs> WWE? No, it does not. At the real sting WWE? At the underscore real hyphen sting. But uh, no, it's uh, 714. That'll be next Monday. So uh, I think we might finally see the debut of sting in WWE. I mean, if you're saying that, then... I guess. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Tyler? No, no. And they're <laughs> gonna have they're gonna have Sting. Then Brock Lesnar's gonna show what up. Is it, what is his What is his Twitter? Let me look at this shit. Um, Twitter at, at official Sting, I believe. Dot org. Not dot org. There's no dot org in the Twitters. Dude, you can't have a dot org as part of your handle, Twitter handle. <laughs> At sting.org. <laughs> That's what yours should be, at tyler.org. You should change yours. I need to. Yeah. .org.com. .org.com. .com.org. .com.org. Yeah. So. Artificial sting is the basis for the police. That sting. Uh, well, just. Okay. Maybe, maybe he's guest hosting Raw. I don't know. Check real Sting or something. Jeez, I don't know. Dang. Boys, boys yeah. He's gonna be hosting Raw. I don't know. Let's. Uh, you don't have to put on the red light. Roxanne. Uh, let's see. That reminds me of the uh, 
the alternate timelines uh, episode of Community where they're all dancing in the rock scene. Oh, uh, I didn't get to see that one. It's just at Sting. Okay, that would make sense. That's yeah. why I can't see. It's so fucking dark. Yeah, it is very dark. There's his nose. But, uh, the killer clown. Or maybe it'll just be an announcement for the video game. Who knows? It's Probably. Gonna, yeah. Guess who's going to be in the video game? Woo! Uh, we want to let everyone know we release Sting. The Sting of all Stings. Yeah. Good stuff. You find it? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, okay. It just says exactly what you said. 7 14. I couldn't 14. get any feeling from it. It's his, tw- his first tweet since April with the date 7 14 14. And a photo of himself in what appears to be his classic black and white face paint. So, got the people buzzing once again for this guy. So, if he's not coming back in some form or fashion, it's going to be heck to pay. Heck, I say. But, uh, yeah, moving on from that, uh, it was announced over the course of the weekend that Santino Morella announced his in-ring retirement. Apparently, he... uh, Suffered another neck injury and decided, you know, three is enough and he's not going to be competing in the ring anymore. But, you know, he might possibly do something uh, as far as a manager, maybe backstage help, something like that. Doug, what are your thoughts? Uh, Well, I've always been a Santino fan. I think I've been a pretty vocal Santino fan. Absolutely. And uh, I don't know. I'm sure everyone who talks shit about him all the time is going to be like sucking his dick now that he's going to retire or whatever. No, they were all happy. (laughs) Those jerks. I don't know. But the people who liked him, you know, were saying, hey, you know, thank you for the memories and and all that. Yeah, I mean. Who can forget the hunk-a-meter? I don't know. Great stuff. Go YouTube that if you're not a fan of Santino. Put up the honka meter. I always thought he was, he's got he's he's good comedy. I mean, yeah, he's got good timing, stuff like that. He was very he was really good at what he was doing, and uh, I like how he said people's names. Yeah, I would have liked for him to be able to advance his character a little bit more, show more of his in ring capabilities. But I know his character kind of limited him from that. Um, you know, he got kind of stuck in the comedy shtick and a lot of people are saying that he's actually really talented in the ring um so he's a legit badass he's yeah. like some like judo champ or something yeah he's got his own gym for that and uh so kind of sad news but uh tyler what are your thoughts on santino marala he will live in the hearts of everyone forever are you gonna get a santino tattoo yeah of the cobra yes on my ass on your ass on your dick get the cobra on, on your dick, dick. <laughs> your cobra can get tattooed as the, or your cobra. And you can call it your king cobra. Yeah. Whenever you're when you're whenever you're gonna fuck, you can like pop it into place like the cobra, like boop 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 <laughs> <laughs> boop boop boop. Ah! How did it do that? Open wide. So, uh, yeah. Final bit of hot topic news. Uh, last week, Emma was arrested. Um, now that <laughs> what? I don't know. Go what ahead. Gonna say? Your thing. No, what gonna say? I was just gonna yeah. be like, I wanted like, like in my head, like Santino was giving her the stern talking to over this, but now that he's gone. Oh wait, did we talk about this last week? Because I was like, now Emma. Yeah, maybe so. Okay. Or well, we talked about it. I don't know if it was on the podcast or not. Oh yeah. No, yeah, because we did the whole role playing, and he. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sucked. But uh, she yeah. was she was fired or rehired within forty eight hours. No further consequences announced. So, so that's like the, that's like at least a follow up. They should happened. do like a scared straight where like the cobras in like a prison jumpsuit and like. Uh, 
Also, after they did all that <laughs> stuff, they did all that stuff. They fired her. And Do you think her. I'm playing with you? They had a. Uh, they released on WWE.com and also, I guess, on the Facebook WWE. Uh, uh, was it the the divas of uh, NXT in their bathing suits and stuff all Ooh. together? Yeah. Nice. So she was part of it. <laughs> I just really want like Santino. Uh, scared straight with the cobra and the prison jumpsuit and the cobra's telling her how many cigarettes he can get on the inside for her. <laughs> Would the cobra have a prison jumpsuit too? No, that's the the cobra oh, okay. is the one with the gotcha. jumpsuit. He's the prisoner. He said you could sell you for three cigarettes. And he doesn't even smoke. So uh so yeah. So with that being said, it's time to move into the QA portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question coming to us from Thomas Jarabelozon. Thing. So I went back and watched Money in the Bank pay-per-view thanks to the WWE Network. I don't know if that was audible. Yeah. And it got me thinking of former world champions. Who do you think had the most pointless world title reign, i.e. their reign seems irrelevant and did not change anything in the long run? For me, it would be Swaggers of 2010. I was going to say Swagger. It pains me due to being a fan of his. Yeah, I mostly got to agree. I mean... You could argue stuff like Kane's like overnight reign where he won it from Stone Cold and lost it back to Raw, but that's that doesn't really count to me. That's like saying the Ziggler winning the bell for like a day or whatever is Yeah, Ziggler, Rey Mysterio on yeah. that on that one Raw where he had it and lost it the same night to Cena, the ultimate team sport guy. Yeah, see I don't think all those count, so I would have to agree with Swagger. David Arquette. Yep. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Swagger would probably make the most sense. But uh, Thomas does say, P.S. in my last question, I did mean any DVD, as my favorite would either be Royal Rumble 2003, the first uh, WWE DVD of my large collection, or WrestleMania 20, the first WWE pay-per-view I watched live. However, Doug, don't worry, you were still right in another way. As I listened to last week's Q&A session, I was also getting ready for a fancy dinner with my family. So as Doug commented about how good I look, I saw my reflection in the mirror, and Doug, you you were certainly right. Great podcast as always, chaps. Keep it up. I was about to talk shit on him for saying I was wrong, but I can't even. I can't even front whenever he's like a politician. He knew how to smooth that right over. He was like, "Well, it's hey. like here's where you're wrong, but <laughs> right. this is what you got right." right. <laughs> uh, go crazy about the sharp dress man. Thomas is the man. Let's go say that. Yep. All these ladies, if you're listening, why don't you marry him? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Thomas, if, you, if, you, over if there. you're looking for a suitor, hey bear clean up good for you. All right. And the mustache is coming along as well. Look at that. <laughs> Shave the, the, the goatee. If he wants the, if he wants my part of the deal, he's gonna have to shave. What that. you said last week. What? Now, don't try to back it's on fucking tape. Don't try to back out. Like we can't <laughs> replay it. It is fucking cool saved fucking in perpetuity on the fucking I podcast. Like <laughs> we said we you said to get rid of the soul patch, at least, too. You gotta get rid of this? Everything... We'll see. Below, everything below we'll see. the upper lip has it's, gotta go. Are you seriously gonna... Are you gonna call bullshit? Because it's on the fucking podcast. We'll listen back. You shook hands on it. For the mustache wax. The deal is on the podcast. I don't want to shave this. <laughs> he's looking to That's bend, the deal, he's man. He's looking to bend the rules a little See, bit. well, Daniel called... Daniel called you out on it immediately the week after because you didn't. I was like, 
uh, we were giving you like time to like let the mustache Say farewell like, and like fill let the in mustache grow in a bit yeah let let it fill in a little bit mm. I don't feel like shaving this yeah so we need to like renegotiate the terms I don't care anymore it's I'm gonna do this because I want to all right trying to look Joe cool. <laughs> Next question we have is from Seth Rickson saying, I was a bit dry on questions for the last couple of weeks, but I have one for you now. If the WWE rumors are true and there is not going to be a Legends House 2, will the WNS podcast crew pick up a weekly update on the status of great uh, of the great Kali and possibly Virgil? I would feel that this would be very close in spirit to the Legends House and your weekly coverage on it. I hope you guys seize this chance to grab the brass ring. Like their status as friends? I guess just, hey, here's an update on all things Kali and Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like a buddy cop flick? <laughs> Maybe. Or be like, hey, this week, what did you get? Virgil at, was seen by himself at a table at a convention. Meanwhile, great Kali was chopping uh, things bah. with his hands and raising his hands going, bah! Tune in next week to find out where Virgil. Oh, and so Kali we're not making so we're not making a buddy show about them together. No, we could. He was just wanting like weekly updates, like we did with Legends House and Total Divas. Oh, uh, welcome to the Great Kali say, and Virgil show. <laughs> How about we make up a story about them every week instead, like what they do as friends, like <laughs> adventures. Let me tell you about my best friend. Oh, Great Kali and Virgil went to California, and they went to a convention and. They were at a table, and there was tons of people there, and Virgil was not alone. Oh. Well, yeah, because no. he's got Kali there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. People that like Virgil. I don't know where they keep on getting that shit. There's a lot of people that like Virgil. I mean, I mean, you know that, oh, Virgil's always alone. No one's going to see him. People are going to see Virgil. Yeah. They just happen to take pictures whenever he's by himself. Well, he's not. Yeah. yeah. Those motherfuckers. There's a whole website dedicated to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's retarded. So there you go. So I guess. Yeah, I mean, tune in next week for the adventures of the great Collie <laughs> and Virgil, episode one. God. Find no. out what they do as no, friends. Please. Uh, next question we have is from Cody saying, Hey guys, been a while since I posted on here, but I uh, am with a question for you guys. Uh, with WWE losing money Pepsi this year. Fan. Pepsi fan. Uh, with WWE losing money this year and the constant free trials of the network, is the network a help or hindrance for WWE's financials? Um, well, well first. It looks like they've gone down. Gone down as far as. Like, uh, what's it called? Was it Vince losing money and stuff like that? Yeah. Because they weren't getting the numbers that they were hoping. But, uh,. I don't know. How about you, Doug? Uh, well, first off, I don't know anything about business. Yeah. So anything I say is just a bunch of talking out of my ass. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's been reported that he lost money, so it's literally like a hindrance on the financial shit. But I've heard many people say that sometimes you gotta spend money to make money, and it's uh, clearly a them laying the groundwork for the future. So. I think it's, if you're looking, is this a short-term success? Maybe that's arguable, but I think they're more interested in this being a long-term success. Yeah. So I think that's the, 
And I mean, if I had to guess, I would say eventually it's going to be a long-term success. Um, but I don't know. Like, I'm no, like, financial dude. I work a blue-collar job. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll agree with you. Yeah, they, you know, they lost a bit of money when they first started out. Um, you know, they've had their hiccups. Well, a lot of money, but... Yeah, I mean, they've had their hiccups, and they're not all the content that people want is available. So I think, you know, over the course of the next year, you know... The network's going to be available to more countries other than just the United States, so that's going to get some some dough coming in. They're going to be adding more content, which is going to have people wanting to go. The less admit to being like to breaking the law on our podcast is against huh? the law to use like a proxy server to get this shit. No, of course not. <laughs> don't worry, Lawson. They don't know anything. Don't worry. No one important <laughs> listens to this. Yeah. No. Um. You know. I. I think. You know they'll get a they'll get a, a good following from other countries once it gets going, uh, and like I said, once they start adding more content and having more original content on the website. Well, here's the thing about the content: I don't think it's ever going to be what we thought it was. Like yeah. we all did the f- sort of fangasm. We're like everything ever. They're putting all their shit on it, but yeah, they're probably going to cycle content because if you're only interested in X, Y, and Z, then you can pay for a month, watch X, Y, and Z, and then mm-hmm. bounce out, and then resubscribe when they have something else you want to watch. And so if they cycle content... Well, they're making you do a six-month commitment. For how... I mean, for how long, though? I mean, for like... six months. No. I mean, how long are they going to get away with being able to do that? Oh, saying. I don't know. I mean, it's like a cell phone. You'd sign a two-year contract. Unless you go... If you're a sucker. No. Uh, I mean, and you can gift... You can go on the shop website and, and gift someone... Hey, here's a here's a month of the network and stuff like that. But how long are they? Yeah. How long are they gonna they're gonna be steadfast? And if the numbers aren't where they say they are or where they want them, then they're gonna be like, okay, you can sign up like monthly or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Personally, I don't have an issue with uh with the six month commitment. I don't. I don't either. Personally, yeah. I'm just saying just because sixty dollars pays for one pay per view. I mean. That's that's the number right there that that sold me for it, um, you know. A, a regular pay per view is anywhere from forty five to fifty five dollars. You're paying sixty dollars for that, so that's the equivalent of six pay per views, you know, for for the price of one. So, and you get the NXT, and you get you know all the other pay per views, and all the WCW stuff, and ECW, and you know some of the original programming. So I I have no issue with the network. Um, I mean, and not to mention that they're starting to make it a little more difficult for you to be able to even order a pay per view. So if you want to, and you have Directv, if you well, want, well, I don't think that's to them. I think that's the oh yeah service provider, like cable service provider, right? But it's becoming more difficult, which is going to drive it drive the people towards the network. Which seriously, ten bucks, that's it. You know, ten dollars a month, that's not a big deal. Even if they went up to fifteen a month, it's still you're still saving a lot of money in the long run if you're going to get every pay-per-view. So, that's just my my opinion. Oh, hey, listen, tell, I want to know how many DVDs you have. Yeah. He says he has a large collection. Let's check out that collection. 
See how many so, you uh, But thanks for the question. Final question coming to us tonight from Ben saying, Hey, lads, awesome episode last week. And I wanted to ask a quick question. Do you guys think Dan- Dean Ambrose is going to be the least successful former member of the Shield as he has been losing a lot of matches recently and he just seems to be standing there attacking Seth Rollins when he can? I hope it isn't true as I am a massive Ambrose fan and uh, I think he would make a great WWE World Champion. I think it's way too soon to say who the least successful member will be. Yeah. Um, I think they're all going to have their success. I mean, the reasons that he specifically mentions are all, like, in storyline stuff, so it's not, like, a indication of him being a failure. I mean, he's yeah. losing matches because he's booked to lose matches. He's in a feud with Rollins because he's in a feud with Rollins. I mean, I don't see how that's an indication of success or failure. Yeah, how about you, I mean, Tyler? if anything, that's he's a built-in feud for when Rollins cashes in. It'll be a main event feud. Mm-hmm. I agree with him. Uh, I think uh, give him some time, and we will see. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think I think all three guys are going to have success. You know, similar to how Orton and Batista were whenever they were part of Evolution. You know, everyone had their success at their particular time. So it's just it's just a matter of time. Give it a few years, and you know he'll probably be one of the top guys up there. But uh, but thank you for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our Facebook page, WNS Podcast, our YouTube page, WNS Video. Check us out on WrestlingNewsForce.com and WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook, and subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Check us out on Twitter. Oh shit, Stitcher, <laughs> uh, Player.fm, and yo. Beyond Pod. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Yes, you can check us out on Twitter. Thanks for mentioning that, Tyler. We're at WNS Podcast. Uh, you can tell Tyler to get off my Twitter dick <laughs> at Tyler underscore Daniel's a WNS underscore Daniel. Get off the Twitter dick. Get off the Twitter dick. Get off the Twitter dick. Sounds weird. It does. Sounds Twitter dick. Weird. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you. Big thank you to our guest, ODB. Thank you to Clutch City Productions for uh, for the getting us that really cool stuff. For the podcast crew, I am Dano Heron. He has a Twitter dick, and I'm Tyler Bear. I'm Doug. When I do not have a Twitter dick. And we will catch you all next week. Suck it.